All right, podcast land. Hello out there. So there's a lot I want to discuss here, but the first thing has to be what is happening right now and what are some proactive things we can do? So this is not health advice. This is hearsay slash intuition for things that we can do to help protect ourselves. Now you've heard the CDC and WHO tell us we have to wash our hands. That's a given. Wash our hands, soap and water. That sanitizer is a second best choice, but nothing beats soap and water. 20 seconds, lather. The other thing is coughing, sneezing, whatever into your elbow, even those little uh, clear the voice, everything in the elbow. It is just good practice. The final thing they're recommending is that you do not touch your face under any circumstance. So living with OCD, well, living specifically with contamination OCD since a child, this has been my norm. This has been my protocol every single day. And the exposure therapy has actually been to reduce that. Maybe I touch something and I don't wash my hands. So that is the then. This is the new temporary normal. That means that these are safe precautions to use. They are no longer labeled as compulsions, so they don't have to be a bad thing for anxiety. Now, those are the standard things that we are asked to do, ways to protect ourselves. That makes perfect sense. There's a couple extra things you can do that I have heard. Again, this is through hearsay. People that are in China that are enduring this experience, that are recovering, have been doing in addition to those standard guidelines. And they are have outside clothes versus inside clothes. Don't wear your shoes inside. Drink hot beverages because the heat can kill the bacteria and the bacteria starts in your throat for approximately three days before going into the lungs. Now, the main difference between COVID-19 and pneumonia, preliminary speculation says that it's the mucus that builds from the throat going into the lungs. They actually harden in the lungs. That's something apparently different. Again, this is not health advice. I cannot stress that enough. This is speculation. This is things that I'm sharing in an effort to be helpful. But when that hardens in the lungs, complications can occur when that happens. So that's why a lot of people that are immune compromised have been having these issues. But these are proactive things we can do. The final thing that was mentioned was incorporating zinc into the diet. That's usually in most of our vitamins, but hot water, zinc, and continuing the practice of being clean. Now, it feels like a lot right now. It feels like scary times. But that's because it's uncertainty. Now, uncertainty can feel scary. That is in any situation. And this is a very unique situation because the entire world is going through this at the same time. When is the last time that the entire world united on something? Don't get me wrong, there are still a lot of ugly practices happening right now amid this pandemic. But most people have a sense of solidarity 
with other people in the world. The other thing that I'd like to point out, the silver lining, is imagine the rest that Mother Nature is getting. The rest from humans. Everyone's home. The skies are empty. The birds have free range. I heard the canals in Italy are blue again. And dolphins are swimming there. But on the news, there's this patch of elephants that got into some corn wine and got drunk and fell asleep in the garden. There are adorable things happening around the world. And a funny meme that's going around right now is that Mother Nature sent us to our room for being bad humans. This is a learning curve for everyone. This is something that a lot of experts have already told us about. Now we're seeing it. Now we're feeling the effects of it. So what do we do in the times of uncertainty? What do we do in the times of anxiety? Do we curl up in a ball? Or do we persevere? Now, just because things are scary doesn't mean we can't enjoy our lives. For people with anxiety right now, there has to be a balance between the fear and the happiness. For people with OCD, we've done this before. We've done this a lot. We hold OCD in our hand the entire day. We're used to living with this type of fear. Now we can be the example for other people. We can help people understand how can we actually live and function in the world right now. Well, this is how. It's by acknowledging, yes, this is scary, but I'm strong. Yeah, this is uncertain, but I can survive these thoughts. There are real factors, of course. People can get sick. And that is the biggest fear. That is uncertainty leading to sickness, leading to potential death, leading to loss of loved ones leading to a whirlwind of your own world crashing down. The pandemic is real, but our reaction to it can be supported by precaution and optimism. In times like these, it is important to validate our feelings and to talk about it. It is also important to develop some restrictions around the fear. If you allow it, or if you're exposed to it, fear will just eat you up all day. You can keep the news on and just keep hearing different versions of the same story over and over. And what the brain does is it latches onto the thought and then it memory records, oh, this is the emotion that this body is feeling when they hear or see this news. When they have this thought, the body reacts this way. So then you see another news segment, there goes that thought, and then the body reacts through that muscle memory. Oh, I have to react this way. I have to react in fear and panic again. So that's essentially what's happening every time you're looking at triggering material. And again, this is if you have anxiety. 
So the best way to counter that is, well, two ways. If you feel comfortable restricting media, allowing yourself a set time every day. You've heard this before. Also, allow yourself to only get information from these approved sources. Then we go on our social media for a break and then someone posts something ridiculous. And then we have to follow that. And then we scroll a little bit more and we see something else. And then it's maybe a governor doing a small announcement on something and we think, what did I miss? What do I have to see? Those times will happen. But again, it's how do you respond to it, not react. How do you respond? Okay, I'm going to allow myself to look at this for five minutes or I'm going to take a screenshot and come back to it tomorrow during my news allotment scheduled time. There's a variety of ways you can go about this. The other thing you can do is accept the feelings. You're watching the news, you're really scared, and you can accept that. And what acceptance looks like is either either having a thought or saying out loud, I am scared right now, and that's okay. This is a normal reaction, but I can get through this. It's not willing yourself out of the situation. It's not ignoring it like nothing's happening. You're saying, listen, this is what's happening. This is the new temporary normal. So as you go about your day, your weeks, your months, remember this is a process. Remember that uncertainty is a fact of life. And this is an uncertain time right now. We all are in this together. We all can get support, if not from family and friends, if not from phone calls or chat groups. There are emergency services that are willing to talk to people. So we have the support, no matter how lonely we feel. The good news is, is that what comes up must come down. That is the only constant in the world the only constant in the universe is that something that starts has to finish. So this is not going to last forever. I'll say it again. This will not last forever. We don't know how long it will last, but we are riding the storm together. We're riding that wave. And at the end of the day, everything has to work out. Thanks for listening. This is the new temporary normal.